0: Hey everyone, I'm Tara, and this is Tarascope, a place where relationship do's, don't, trials, and tribulations are discussed. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode ten. Yes, episode fucking ten. I will admit, I have been slacking on my marketing, posting on Instagram, and all that stuff and whatnot. But I clearly have such a good support system because the listens still come in strong each and every week. So thank you, thank you, thank you to each and everyone who tunes in week after week and to everybody who subscribes, no matter the platform be it iTunes, Google, or Spotify. I can't thank you enough. I love the support and I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Eat it honestly from the bottom of my heart. So, to cue in this week's topic, I want to share a quote from an unknown source, and here it is A friend is someone who understands your past, believes in your future, and accepts you just the way you are. So, if the title, the subtitle in this beautiful quote didn't give it away, We are talking about friendships, healthy versus toxic ones, on this episode. I'm going to start off with the toxic traits slash cues of a friendship being toxic because, I mean, like, why not, right? But honestly, I don't want to end the episode on, like, a negative note, so I'd rather start with a negative and then end on a positive note, and that's how we're going to close off episode 10, okay? So if your friend causes you stress, anxiety, sadness, or overall drains the fuck out of you. Those are pretty sure signs that you're in a toxic relationship with this friend. So unfortunately for me, but fortunate for this podcast and this topic, I have some experience with toxic people and toxic friendships. So while I go down my list of toxic Friend traits and cues, I'll share a few stories about some of the toxic people I have encountered and whatnot. And this is going to be past, and so this is kind of pretty recent as well. So if you're listening to this, I mean, I apologize. Sorry, not sorry. If you're toxic, you're just fucking toxic to my life. You know, like, I don't know how else to say that, right? But, you know, I appreciate the support for you listening to this episode. So I'm going to jump right in. The first cue is if you're giving more than you're getting I said the same thing about like actual relationships when you're dating someone but this is just as important when it comes to friendship and I can't stress that enough like and I'm not I'm not I'm like talking about all the time like you are consistently giving more into this friendship than you're getting out of it not those rare random hiccups because honestly we know that people go through shit And sometimes when they're going through shit, they want to A, be selfish and kind of just like take a step back and just kind of be to themselves. But also when someone's going through something, they may need you more. So they may rely on you more and some of the conversations may deal with them more when you talk to them on the phone, you're helping them get through that rough patch. And that's okay. Like you should want to be there for your friend and support your friend. I'm talking about when it's consistent, they... Take precedence to everything, you can barely get a word in, you always feel neglected, and stuff like that. That is when you know the relationship and that friendship is fucking toxic. Another cue is when you realize you can no longer trust them. Like, y'all don't understand, like, trust is so huge, like, so huge, and it can encompass different things. Like, what if you no longer trust that person because you don't think they have your best interest in mind? What if you no longer trust their word? Because, I mean, people are fucking flaky, right? Like, what if they consistently let you down? Like, that's a reason not to trust someone. I swear, this one quote-unquote friend would make plans with me, and majority of the time, the plans will fall through to the point where I either, A, knew I wasn't going to hang out with that person on the day and time that they say they wanted to hang out, or B, I would make other plans and they wouldn't even reach out the day of the day, the day we had the actual plans. Like, that's not okay. Like, I should be able to rely on my friend. Like, if you tell me you're going to do something, we're going to do something, then I should take that as bond and like, that should be what it is. And I understand things come up and plans change and, you know, whatever life happens, but frequently and consistently you're letting me down i can't trust you no more if i can't trust you then we're not friends the last version of trust i want to touch base on is trusting someone around your partner like if i can't trust you around my man like honestly we're not fucking friends like there's no going around that at all and I'm speaking from pure experience to this day I think one of my past friends crossed the line with someone I was dating and I just summed it up as crossed the line because I don't know what it is and I don't think I'll ever know what it is and I'm okay with that to this day but overall I just feel like someone crossed the line and there's no coming back from that you know Like, the next relationship that I have, I can't bring you around them because I don't know if you're going to cross the line with that person, especially because I don't know what you did. And then when I try to have a conversation with you about it and actually communicate, like, hey, this is how I feel, you can't want to come back to the conversation at a later date. Oh, we can talk about it this day. Oh, we can talk about it at this day. And every time I reach back out to you to have that actual conversation, you're always fucking busy. It was just weird, you know, like. If that was me, if one of my friends stepped to me and was like, hey, Yatara, I feel like you crossed the line with someone I was talking to, like, no lie, I'm going to make sure we have that conversation because I would never want one of my friends to think that I want someone they're talking to, want someone that they're dating or in a relationship with. Like, I'm going to take time out of my life to have that conversation so they know that that's never what my intentions were and that's not who I am as a person. So if I didn't get that same thing in response, I'm just like, yo, something probably really did happen. And you don't want to have this conversation and communicate because you don't want to put your dirt out there. And that's fucking trifling. But once again, I'm not going to get into like major, major details on that. But like I said, we try to make the friendship work. And after that, you just really can't bounce back. Like it was too toxic of a relationship to really mend. Another cue that if you're in a really uh, toxic friendship is... If you don't like who you are when you're with them, like, you should love being who you are when you're with your friend. And if you can catch yourself realizing that they bring you down, they pull out negative traits um, from you, then you don't want to hang out with them no more. Like, even if it's like you are notice you're drinking more and you told this person that you want to cut back and they're like, oh, take another shot, take another shot. Oh, let's go drinking. You're like, yo... Didn't I tell you, like, I don't want to do this anymore? Like, didn't I tell you I want to cut back or whatever the case may be? Or if you notice someone's, like, so fucking messy and always in drama and always gossiping. And, you know, that's not the energy and the vibe that you're on. Um, shit, even if, you know, some folks would, you know, when they're in school and in college, you know, they would thawing and biting in these streets and living their best college lives. And if you grow up and you mature and you're like, yo, you know, I'm not doing that no more. And they want to keep like pulling that thought out of you, like it's time to move on. Like it's just time to move on. A friend should understand that people grow and change and they should embrace that change. That's what a real friend would do. So if your friend gets mad at you because you want to focus on your career and you can't hang out as often as you used to, cut them off. If they big mad because you're in a new relationship and you can't be their wingman or your little thought partner no more, cut them bitches off. Okay, this one person it was so funny. Like I didn't believe it. This one person told me that when she got pregnant, she lost a lot of fucking friends, and I was just like, "What?" And she was like, "Yeah, I guess she had um her child when she was a little younger, and so." They didn't want to hang out with her no more because they couldn't do the same thing. They couldn't go to the club and stuff like that with them. I'd be damned if someone close to me and my friend is pregnant and I like scape out on them. That's so like, so fucking stupid and trifling. Like there's so many other things you can do with that person. I can still go out and hang out, grab something to eat, and when you're with them, you can still drink. Like that, your friend can now be the designated fucking driver. Like you can have as many drinks that you want, and they can take you home because they not they can't drink. So it's like a win-win, right? Like <laughs> that's how I look at it. Like if I, whenever I get pregnant, and my friend's not pregnant, then yeah, I'll drive you, you know, until a certain point of my pregnancy. But that's not a that's not a so no, no-brainer. Like why would I cut my friend off because I'm not now pregnant? That was like super weird. Um, the fourth trait or fourth cue, if that you should know is if you find yourself competing with somebody. Like looks wise, style, fashion wise, career goal wise, all of that. You should not be in competition with anyone, let alone a fucking friend. I know people who career wise are a lot further along than mine and I'm still happy for them. We're still cool. My close friend is in a really great relationship and as y'all all all know, I'm still single and I'm so happy for her. Like I love love. Why would I want my friend to still be on these streets? trying to find a good guy and she has a good guy. Why would I be bitter about that? Like, I'm so glad that you found someone that you connect with. I'm so glad that you found someone that you love and you can build with. Like, why would someone not want you to be happy? Why would I I compete with that? Like, I want to be genuinely happy for all my friends. So if someone's not happy for me or someone's not happy for you, cut them the fuck off, okay? And I think that trait goes hand in hand with jealousy honestly my one of my old friends straight up told me to my face that she was envious of me y'all like for real envious that's a big word for me that shit blew my fucking mind like I'm so regular y'all like I work a regular nine-to-five job I'm so humble I'm so down to earth And I'm just like, what? Envious of what? And on top of all that, y'all, like I was like broke, broke at the time, like paycheck to paycheck, broke, broke. Like, I'm just like, girl, what are you envious of? Because clearly, you know, I don't have my life together because it's not like I wasn't telling her I was broke, broke. She knew I was struggling. So to this day, I don't know what she was jealous of. But at the end of the day, I just digressed. I moved on. You know, we're no longer friends and you just got sometimes got to keep it pushing because folks, they will have you looking in the mirror like you fucking crazy and you not crazy. They fucking crazy. Okay. So the last two toxic traits I'm going to just kind of like go over real quick is if someone makes you feel insecure, that's not a friend. Like your friend should always uplift you and make you feel pretty and make you feel handsome or whatever the case is they should always make you feel like you can accomplish whatever it is that you want to accomplish as well as people will try to use you so if you realize someone's like consistently using you and people can be very manipulative so for a while you may just feel like you're doing a good deed and you're being a good friend like oh yeah I'll do that for you oh yeah no problem I'll take you here oh yeah no problem because you feel like you're being a good friend but pay attention to If they do the same thing for you or if you think that they would not do the same thing for you if you were in the same situation, that's how you can kind of tell if someone's using you or not because those are kind of major as well. I never had the first one done to me like I never none of my friends ever made me feel insecure, but I have had people use me and try to fucking use me when we're building like newer friendships and I just have to nip that shit in the butt. like I'm not the one I'm not going way out my way for somebody and when I reach out to you for something small you can't do it you're unavailable consistently so it's like okay cool we're not even about to even call this a friendship because we didn't go past um the base like base levels so if y'all haven't noticed I like to do like some research before my episodes and whatnot. So I was reading and I found this really good um, research on this study. So in 2009, a Dutch study found that a large majority of friendships only last about seven years. And I was like intrigued by that. Most of my friendships, you know, didn't make it past that seven year mark. And so I was okay, what can be done to have like an everlasting friendship, right? So here are five traits um, and tips that will help have like everlasting fulfilled friendships, okay? The first one is have open communication and acknowledge the fact that y'all won't be the same person as you were in the past. Like that is so important. Like I said, if It should be no jealousy. And if someone feels a kind of way or feels like a jealous twin, they should talk about it. There should be no, you know, no uncertainty when it comes to that. And like I said earlier, when someone's changing and growing and going to the next steps of their life, you know, you should understand that this person is not going to be the person they were. When I was 10, 11, 18, 20, you know, people continuously grow and change. And so you should acknowledge that and kind of grow with them and, you know, create a new foundation of a friendship as that continues to happen. The second trait or tip is don't judge each other. I mean, I think that's a given, right? Number three is listen because you want to be listened to. So why would you not want to listen to your friend and be there? That just kind of ties back into number one, which is open communication. Or, be consistent I mean like I said so many times like people just aren't being consistent and showing up and that's when you feel like you're giving and giving and giving and you're not getting anything back because the person's not being consistent back with you and that can kind of, that can be fucking hurtful you know that can be a slap in the fucking face if you're always being there for somebody and they're not being there for you they're not being consistent back with you and then like the last thing I would say is keep in touch like you don't have to talk every day, you don't have to talk every week, but you know, make sure that whatever works for your friendship, that y'all keep that communication alive and be responsive to each other when they do reach out to you and stuff like that. So I want to leave you the same way I brought this topic on, and that is with a quote. This one is by Dale Carnegie, and here it is. You can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you. I really love that quote. So I hope you love it too. As always, reach out to me on social media, mainly on Instagram at taroscope underscore and share with me how you feel about today's episode. And as always, as you know, wrap it up, shield your heart and keep the faith that love is out there waiting for you.